journey was it was there a conversion experience how, how did that happen yeah look i grew up with like i said with no faith experience the only experience i had of jesus really and i really didn't connect him to what i watched on tv was a it was a show on a sunday night uh, back in england on the bbc and uh, i just remember having um, my cheese on toast on a sunday night with a glass of milk and uh, watching this tv show and it was only uh, when i became a christian i realized that was my only kind of um interaction with the Christian faith growing up. And uh, after I came to and settled in Australia and um, started hanging out with some friends and one friend who um, who uh, I connected with, she invited me along to church and I thought she was quite a nice girl and I was attracted to her. So I thought, well, I'll go along to this church if uh, you know she wants me to go with her. And uh, so my intentions were purely personal, uh, but she brought me along here to Crossway, and uh, I've never looked back since. And I um, put my trust in Jesus uh, in 1997, and uh, it was just been surrounded with a lovely uh, Christian community uh, ever since then, really. It's been a wonderful uh, faith journey. And tell me about the changes in your life after that experience. Yeah, look, um, my... Uh, way of thinking has been transformed. Uh, so I was brought up in a pretty t- typical Western mindset of materialism and consumerism, and it's all about me and I and m- what was my world. I thought the whole world um, revolved around me. And um, since becoming a Christian, I've realized that it's not about what I do, uh, but it's about what Jesus has done for me. And my I no longer believe that the world kind of orbits around me, uh, but really we we take all of our kind of um, ethos and practice in life from uh, the teachings of Jesus. So, you know, my my Western mindset of materialism and consumerism and wanting the latest BMW and all that kind of stuff has been uh, gently stripped away um, by the following this amazing person, Jesus. 
And, mate, you've got an interesting uh, career background. You've been in the creative and communications industry for over 20 years. Tell us what kind of uh, work you've done in the past. Yeah, look, I've uh, started out being a graphic designer. So back in 1992, um, and I always wanted to be a graphic designer and studied at college for four years and came to Australia, got a job here as a graphic designer, worked my way up into a senior designer, started running a studio, uh, moved to a, a larger advertising and marketing business and was their creative director for a time. And that, then I sensed God was calling me into ministry and um, uh, I'd become a Christian and you know, I thought, God, this is what you want me to do. So I started interning uh, at my church, uh, started my own design business with my wife, who was also a graphic designer, and that provided a wonderful transition while we would, I was doing some theological training. To, uh, yeah, basically uh, the internship... Uh, finished and uh, so it's a rather wonderful God thing where uh, the the role I thought I'd be going for uh, didn't eventuate but I was asked to be um, for Crossway our first communications pastor and that's basically the role that I started in and what that role includes because we're a very large community here at Crossway just helps us manage all of our video all of our branding all of our communications within our large community. Um, so that's specifically the role that I came into. So 20 years of creative background, and I've kind of made that move into um, working and serving in a church. Isn't it amazing uh, how social media can bring people together? I was just thinking, I've known of you for a couple of years now, and yep. we've interacted online before, but yep. this is the first time I've chatted to you on the phone, on the radio, but we still yep. haven't met face-to-face. And... I think one of the first times that Crossway came across my radar was when the Bible series was on TV and Crossway was on Twitter tweeting all these wonderful things about the Bible series. And I thought, these guys are really switched on with their social media. I I need to find out more about this church. Was was that you? Yeah, that was me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, here's Channel 9 bringing this incredible series into mainstream television and as you know, Matt, you know, a lot of people tweet while most TV shows are on now. Yeah. And I, and I just had this kind of thought of what would it happen, uh, rather than me tweeting, <clears throat> what would happen if the church tweeted? And what would happen if we could have conversations with people who were positive, who were cynical, uh, all that kind of range about faith issues? And, you know, throughout that 10 or so weeks, um, I'm obviously behind the Crossway handle on Twitter and... I had some wonderful conversations. I had some, also some very challenging conversations with some very cynical people as well. But <laughs> it was a place where we believe, you know, we need to be. And um, the, the wonderful thing is, even in those challenging conversations, that all of the friends of the people that were having those challenging conversations with can see that conversation as well. And the fact that, you know, a church is actually having those kinds of conversations and not afraid to do that is, a, I think, a wonderful thing. Well, I've certainly been impressed seeing the Crossway tweets over the years, and uh, I've retweeted a whole bunch of them because I just think we need to, uh, you know, there's so much dark stuff on social media. We need to shine a light, don't we, eh? Absolutely, yeah. And uh, one thing about your church, I mean, it's quite a large church. Uh, I know you cater for English, Cantonese, Mandarin, Indonesian, Korean. You you really, uh, you've got an app available uh, you know, you're yep. really uh, creative in using the social media sphere to, to reach out and connect. Uh, tell yep. us about the latest developments. We've uh, just started um, Church Online, 
And uh, for those who are listening who aren't familiar, basically you can experience a, uh, a crossway church service actually online on a Sunday. And we're running 10 services every Sunday. And uh, you can come and you can have a conversation with people on our website. So it's not a one-way streaming experience. There are service hosts there who'd love to pray with people privately uh, through a one-on-one kind of text chat. Uh, and uh, there'll be other people there that can just watch the service and it'll just feel like you're at a typical Crossway service. And is this the first one in Australia? Uh, as far as I know, in terms of being interactive, absolutely, yep. I've heard of ministries like LifeChurch.tv and uh, other ministries around the world doing a similar thing. Have you been able to glean and learn from uh, their experience? Yeah, absolutely. Look, they've been very, very generous, um, giving us and myself particularly um, a lot of their key learnings online. And one of the wonderful things that uh, I've kind of learned is that um, we really become a church without walls. Um, we become a church where um, so many people who are actually curious about what church is all about, actually uh, on, on social media and through the digital networks, can actually check church out. And uh, it might be uh, friends of friends who attend Crossway. It might be their friends who want to check church out. It might be people in far-flung countries, which are closed countries, that might want to check church out. Uh, it might be people that are housebound who actually don't or can't get to church but want some sort of community connection and Christian experience. Um, it's a whole spectrum of different people that attend church online. So you're really Australia's first online church pastor, is that right? Correct, yeah. That's, that's my that's my. Um, unique title. What a cool job! So you don't actually actually have to talk to people face to face anymore. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Look, I'm joking. I'm, I'm sure I love chatting with people face to face. But I, I also understand that you know people who are coming uh, and attending online will be from all sorts of different spaces and places, and you know whether we'll be connecting via Skype or a Google Hangout or a FaceTime or, or whatever means. Whether they're behind a screen or sitting in the same room, they're still a person and they matter to God and they matter to us. So, we, you know, it, it, it's a slightly different medium, but really the conversations are going to be the same sorts of conversations. I just think that's a, a wonderful uh, sign of the times that uh, churches are investing in online pastors because, you know, I remember John Wimber uh, from the Vineyard Church used to say, throw the nets where the fish are and uh, literally... The nets need to be thrown on the net because that's where everyone is. There's everyone's online, and uh, what a great opportunity we have to evangelise, to encourage, to disciple, to pray for people, uh, as the same way we do in real life. Uh, when I say real life, I mean <laughs> uh, it is real life because there's real it people is. out there. Uh, but I, I do remember one pastor once saying, "Oh, church would be so much easier if it wasn't for the people." <laughs> so now you just get to deal with people online a lot more. Uh, than offline absolutely and we, we want to reach people where they are and, you know statistics tell us that there are 12 million people on facebook in wow. australia wow using facebook and we know that people are, are typically at night online on watching tv or having a, a device uh, in their lap and they're you know crossing backwards and forwards and wouldn't it be great if just somehow they could click on the link in a social network somewhere and encounter the gospel 
through a service and be able to interact with someone about some of the questions that they have. Tell me a little bit about uh, your church outreach. Uh, you guys are obviously very active online. Uh, do you do work for the poor and the homeless in your local community? What, what's your church look like? Sure. Uh, well, we're a, a community of around 9,000 people, and we've got many expressions of uh, very different ministries. But if I could just highlight one, one is our um, Crossway Life Care, which is our community arm. And we um, have um, a counselling centre there, uh, we also uh, run a program called Coach, which is creating opportunities and casting hope, where a Crossway community volunteer will come alongside a, a, a family that's doing it tough and mentor them and give them some just some wonderful life coaching. And we currently have around 80 coaches um, who are all Crossway folk who are just volunteering their time to spend some time and create hope uh, in people's lives who need it. And that's just one way that we reach out into our community we want to make that kind of difference well i just think um well done on your creative approach to reaching out to people and obviously people can find you on facebook and twitter and instagram and linkedin and all the different uh, social media uh, outlets that people are using these days but mate before we go the most important question you shared a bit earlier about how you came to christ and you you decided to give your life to the teachings of jesus and to trust in jesus i love the way you explain that and uh you know, there might be people listening that have never heard the gospel. Would you share with the listeners what is the gospel and how do people respond to it? Well, essentially the Christian faith is unlike many other faiths. It's not about what we do, what we have to do, how hard we have to earn God's favor. Jesus Christ did everything. He paid for our sins on the cross. So the work has been done by Jesus and himself. All we have to do is say yes to following the ways of Jesus, that we are uh, sinful people, that we make mistakes, and all we have to say is sorry, and we we can pray and ask Jesus to come into our life, be our leader, uh, trust him, and follow him. It's that simple. It's not about what we do, but what about Jesus has done for us. It's that simple. Wonderful to hear you share the good news, mate, and I'm hoping many people will be impacted through this new online church. What's the website if people want to find out more? Sure. Uh, Well, you can just type Crossway Church into your search engine or visit crossway.org.au and you'll find some lovely uh, buttons that will tell you when the next church service is online. And, mate, you also do uh, social media uh, consulting and training and educating. Um, Before we wrap it up, a quick tip. What's, What's your advice for ways to be effective on social media. Anything off the top of your head? Yeah, absolutely. Look, um, I would just say uh, be engaging. Absolutely. If you're a church out there, what is it that you like to share on social media? What is it you like to click, like, or comment, or share on? And if you're serving the church, that's the sort of content that you need to be creating. Uh, because we, once we start sharing this sort of content, that gospel content will just go far and wide, but it needs to be engaging content, not just about the next event that we have on. Wonderful, mate. Well, it's so good to see uh, what you're doing at Crossway in Melbourne, and I'm sure you're going to impact people many, many places, including all around the world, uh, with this new online church. And uh, I reckon you're a history maker, Stephen. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Matt. Good to talk to you. 
Thanks for joining us on History Makers. If you'd like to listen to this interview again, just go to historymakers.tv. There you'll find links to Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. You can subscribe to our iTunes podcast or check out our YouTube clips. And you can find out about History Makers TV. We are a faith-based ministry and we appreciate every donation. You know, the vision of History Makers is to share the good news of Jesus Christ to the nations of the world. If you'd like to partner with us, send us an email, info at historymakersradio.com. God bless you. Have an awesome day. I'm Matt Prater. And why don't you go and make history? History Makers. History Makers is proudly sponsored by Bible League, who serve the local church and other partners around the world by providing Bibles, scripture materials and training to help people meet Jesus. They provide God's Word to a lost and needy world. Bible League plants Bibles in prisons, among persecuted Christians and in poor nations, bringing the love and light of Christ into many people's lives around the world. Make history today by joining our friends at Bible League and planting a Bible that will help someone meet Jesus. Go to bl.org.au. Station sponsor.